0: We are Gateway Chapel, where we build your world by his word. We stand for fun, friendship, fellowship, and family. You are listening to a Pastor Eddie message. So turn with me to Luke six twenty-three. Our fasting starts today, midnight. So from midnight today, for the next 20 and one day, <laughs> according to Daniel, we are going to be waiting on the Lord. We are going to be fasting from 12 midnight to 3 p.m. the next day. Every day you will get a prayer request from me, uh, prayer bullets from me as usual. And then 9 p.m. On the, every day for the next 21 days, you will log into a webinar and, um, and, uh, and then join me for a 15-minute prayer time. I will do that consistently throughout the um, 21 days. The objective of the 21-day prayers is to empower you for unusual wonders, all right, because empowerment is important. So uh, it says rejoice in that day and leap for joy. That is Luke six twenty-three a rejoice in that day and leap for joy. I saw in a vision a bunch of people leaping and joyful and exciting and they were leaping. They kind of leap, we're not like, they were like supernatural um, leap, they were leaping at supernatural heights. And I asked the Lord, I said, what is this? And the Lord said he's going to do unusual wonders in the life of this house this year. And that's where it's coming from. So you will leap for joy, you will rejoice in that day and the day will come Every, everything that you, have, that you have in your plan to do, God will bring it to pass in the name of Jesus. And we hear in news that we cause to leap for joy. And um, at the end of the year, the Lord spoke to me in this scripture, in Isaiah 55, verse 11. It says, so the ransomed of the Lord shall return and come to Zion with singing. So you are returning at the end of this year with singing. Because God will have done unusual wonders in your life, in the mighty name of Jesus. He said, and you will return with everlasting joy on your head. In other words, what God will do in your life this year, throughout the rest of your life, they will talk about it. Do you understand? Yeah, throughout the rest of your life, it will, be a, it will be a permanent, permanent thing. Amen. Praise the Lord. I will never forget the day God told me, this is my wife, right? It was a wonderful thing, right? 26 years later, I still remember that day clearly. I remember the day I told my friends, ah, that is the woman I'm going to marry. And they said, are you sure? I said, yes, I'm sure. I'm sure. And I'm looking forward to it. 26 years after. So there are some things that God does in your life that you, you know, for the till you die. I remember the day I got a call from uh, in uh, in Chelsea asking me to leave the street as a traffic coordinator and return to the office as 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 a finance officer. I will never forget that. I will never. So there are some things that God will do in your life this year till you die. We'll talk about it. I will never the day. I will never forget the day I got a call. Working from a twelve thousand pounds a year job, got a call from from the VP of Oracle Corporation saying, "Welcome to Oracle." That day, I almost fainted. I will never, I will never forget what God has done. So the kind of things God will do in your life this year, the unusual wonder. You know, when the Lord, I said, when the Lord, when I got that call, I walked to my boss, my supervisor, and said, "I have just got, I have you know, just, said, in fact, the way I screamed, everybody knew something was happening." You know, there's a way you scream. You will scream like that this year. Ah, yeah. uh-uh. oh! I remember when I was working in the night in a, in a factory in Cyprus, and a fax came through that uh, uh, my wife's passport is ready. British passport is ready. Ha, I don't know how I. I don't know how I ended on the on the top of the next machine. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I just found myself on this huge, on this toilet, and, and I was dancing. I don't know what kind of dance, you know? Oh, may God surprise you this year! You know the kind of, you know the kind of shout of joy that makes you lose dignity. You know that. You know, you know, have you heard that before? The kind of shout of joy. For some, it is negative news that makes them lose dignity. You know, you just hear something and it's a shout of agony. But this year, it is a shout of joy that will make you lose dignity. Amen. And then the Bible says that when David saw that the ark of God was coming to his house, he threw away his dignity. He said, "King David, say, king who? This is the one that made me a king. And then he threw away his garment. I shouted, ah! Praise the Lord. Forget political correctness. He said, Oh, Jesus. I was, I was on my boss's table. Jesus, i done. If you like, sack me. I'm going to oracle. Oh my goodness. I will never forget. That miracle is yours this month. We need to be empowered, brothers and sisters. We need to be empowered. We need to be empowered. That's what this fast is for. You will need to fast and pray. The Bible says in Matthew 4 verse 1, then Jesus was led up by the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. And when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights afterwards, he was hungry. He was hungry. So fasting and prayers prepares and empower you. He was about to start his ministry, as you are about to start this year. And he went on a prolonged fast. Every prolonged blessing is preceded by a prolonged fast. So we are fasting. And I pray that you will be empowered in the name of Jesus. Luke 4 says, verse 14, he had fasted, Luke 4 says he returned in the power of the spirit. He returned in the power of the spirit. Jesus had a goal to accomplish. So he needed power to accomplish those goals. We are not just doing paper goal setting this year. You need power to accompany your goals. You must understand the place of power in the achievement of life. If not, you will be telling stories. You will be on a treadmill, panting and sweating, but you are not going anywhere. You will have an effect of movement, but with no results. Follow the examples of Jesus. You must understand, Jesus understood the place of power in the delivery of his assignment. And if he fasted for 40 days because he had a mission, you can manage 21, but whatever it is, you must understand that you need power. What good is it, brothers and sisters? We have a beautiful car outside, 21 inch alloy wheels, gold-plated, but there's no engine. He said he has the latest technology, but there's no engine. What will give that car grace is the power. Let no one fool you and say there's no power. You can't just, your, look, your, your, your faith is not, is not um, historical knowledge. Back in the day, GCSE, I had A1 in Bible studies. I was an unbeliever. Yeah. I did Bible knowledge. GCSE, GCSE. I had A1. 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 My head was full of letters. I can tell you everything from Genesis to Revelation, and I can recite the kings for you. But I was not saved. my head was full of letters i would take something from genesis connect it to kings and then and, and then summarize it in, Re- in revelation bible knowledge slavos abc i remember Slabos abc child nobody remembers i'm just mad my business <laughs> you must understand so so it is through the instrumentality of, power, of, of, of fasting and prayer that God empowers us, one of them. And so today we are, we are anointing ourselves. It's a point of contact to boost our faith. Next Sunday I will give you a mantle. It's a point of contact. And then the third Sunday you will come with your own anointing oil. But we must understand a place of power. You must understand. So he returned in the power of the Holy Spirit. Praise the Lord. By the time, by the time he went to fast, certain things are changing his mind about his assignment. I have some of the job with setting goals. Setting goals from your head. Setting goals from your head is like designing a car that has to have an engine. After designing the car, what? have you not seen the way they design cars, they first of all create the prototype. A prototype is not a car. And then they then manufacture right, the car. The car is useless without power. Have you not seen how they pride themselves? They say it has a V6 engine. XYZ horsepower. When you drive in Germany, that's how we know where cars. What cars are made of? You know, here you carry you sit down in a Ferrari, and they say 40 miles an hour. What are you going to do now? What are you going to do? 350 horsepower. But there's a limitation. But when you go to a Germany autobahn, autobahn in Germany, it's a second. All you hear is boom, boom. Boom. You can't see it twice. <laughs> you can't see it. So the glory of the car is in its power. That's why we that's why the guy who will sit down and be racing with a, a sports car. He earns more than you, would see you're an accountant. You know why? Because he's showing Formula One, he's showing the glory of that car says, so pay him. He knows, how to, he knows how to bring the best out of this car. So we are paying him millions. A driver. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what is he? He's a driver. Why do we pay so much? Why is a driver a celebrity? Why is a driver a celebrity? He said, because we have designed this car. Right? But... We have the power to drive this. So so there's the car, there's the power, then there's the skills to put that power to use. The manufacturer of that car cannot show the glory of that car. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah? The manufacturer of that car cannot show the glory of that car. To show the glory of that car, you need skills. And this guy, this guy has been driving around car from the age of six. So bring me a teenager who will show me the glory of this car and I will pay him millions. Do you understand? So there is the understanding of the power of God to make your life happen. That's understanding. Then there is the skills to put that power to use so that your beauty and your glory will be made manifest. Praise the Lord. So please, this year, this month, avoid distractions and focus. Power and goals, they go together. Power and dreams, they go together. Psalm 66 says, Say to God, how awesome are your works. Bring it up. How awesome are your works. Through the greatness of your power, your enemies shall submit themselves to you. How awesome are your works. Through the greatness of your power, it is your power that makes that greatness shine. How? It says your power subdues your enemies. Your power subdues your foes so that your greatness is released. How awesome are your works? Through the greatness of your power. The power of God, the understanding of the power of God make the greatness in your life evident. If not, you're just telling stories. And you won't tell stories in Jesus' mighty name. I said you won't tell stories in Jesus' mighty name. Look at 1 Corinthians chapter 4 verse 19. It says, but I will come to you shortly. First Corinthians 4, let's read this together. One, two, go. But I will come to you shortly if the Lord wills. And I will know not the word of those who are puffed up, but the power. Not the word of those who are puffed up. Arrogant men with too much knowledge, just talking, but they don't have power. Marriage they can't run, children they can't raise, can't keep one job, they just talking. Like me back in the day. Like to get involved in covers just like okay, okay, did Adam marry his sister? What is your business? Where did the first man come from? Is it from clay or is it from ape? What is your business? You know, just talk. Just talk. Just talk. These are the kind of conversations I have to, I have to get myself involved in. I had no power for anything but big head. Big head. Just talking. Don't have a clue where my life was going. Don't know why I'm on earth. Don't know what I was born to do. Don't know what my gifts are. I didn't value to nobody, but we're just talking. It doesn't matter what you say. If you tell me good morning, we must end that conversation in in, in, in biblical conversation, because I have A1. No, oh, seriously, I have A1, A1. Dark soul, A1. Bankrupted spirit, A1. Do you understand? Let's read on. Verse 20. Bring it up, verse 20. So we we'll ready to together, okay? One, two, go. Uh-huh. One more time. Uh-huh. One more time. But in power, so it's not talk, because talk is cheap. Anybody can read and recite, but can you deliver? Anybody can read and recite, but can you deliver? Anybody can read and recite, can you keep it home? Anybody can read and recite. Is your wife happy? Anybody can read and recite. Can you keep a job? Anybody can read and recite. Can you raise godly children? Anybody can read and recite. Does it take much to read and recite? Just Google it. We live in a world where we are all three minutes experts. Is anybody here who is not an expert? We're all experts. Some of you have a smartphone. I spent years studying my microeconomics. And I wanted to find something about microeconomics recently. I said, ah, ah, I didn't go, oh, where's my textbook? No, I'll Google it. Everyone was there on YouTube. So you are looking at a microeconomic expert right now. Can tell you what trends, indices, metrics. I can. My father is an economist, nationally known, and IMF recognized. But what is that? You need power. If you don't have power, you tell stories. So it's not in words. I don't be cried away by people who just talk. I used to talk like that. Just be using fancy words to describe nonsense. Because when I do that, I'm always, I'm always the center of attraction. I'll be quick to tell you that I had an A1 in Bible knowledge. I'm still telling you that after, after how many years? <laughs> I have A1 in Bible knowledge. Don't try me. But this year, you won't tell stories. You won't fail. Amen. Your home won't fail. Amen. Your marriage won't fail. Amen. Your relationship will not fail. Amen. Your finance will not fail. Amen. And there are many people who are talking grammar about economic indices and they are broke. So it is your level of empowerment that defines your achievement, not the level of your knowledge. Level of your empowerment that defines your know- that defines what? achievements. So we need power. We need power. They tell us everything. You know when we're growing, when we're growing, they tell us to set smart goals. Set smart goals. Make it specific. It's nice. Make it measurable, achievable. Make it, what's the R? Realistic and time-based. That's very good. That's the car. But where's the power to drive that? In 18 months' time, I want to marry a six feet tall, two inches gentleman who lives in Chelsea and owns a yacht and works for Chase Manhattan Bank and drives a BMW in 18 months' time. Smart goal, isn't it? doesn't get any smarter than that. Can you make that happen without power? Even if you go for a networking meeting and you run into this six-foot-tall gentleman, and you say hello, and he looks at you and ignores you, and walks away, has your smart goal come to pass? So after all that smart goal setting, you need the power of favor. The power of what? Favor. Which your smart goals they ask you to seek. But that's why we are here today. Oh, I'm going to go for 10 interviews this year. I set my goal 10 interviews this year. No problem. Smart goals. And then you went for the first interview, sat there. And they asked you a simple question Can you give me an, an example of situations where you find yourself, where you worked under pressure? Then all of a sudden, your mouth runs dry. Because you have been anxious about this interview because you really love the job, you can't think. Then your tongue is tired. I've got a you can hear, it's an echo. M, M, I, E, A, I, E, O, E, A, E, O. And then the HR manager. And the recruiting manager look at themselves, and angry hey, guy. Because he forgot to power it up. That Lord, I received the spirit of counsel and might. The seven spirits of the Lord. Lord, I cover myself with the blood of Jesus, may my error turn into an answer. I went for an interview once, they asked me, what is the capital of Japan? Uh-uh. I said, Oslo. I look at them. Oslo. And I said, really? Ah oh, yeah. The capital of Japan is Oslo. <laughs> Left the interview, walked away, saw the other guys came up for the interview. I said, finished. <laughs> Kill that job, keep that interview. Go home to my mother. Mommy, mommy, mommy. I said, How did he go? Ah, mommy. <laughs> I finished the interview. How did it go? They asked me only one question. I said, really? Say it? really? I said, yes. I said, so tell me, my son, what did they ask you? They asked me what the capital of, of Japan is. I said, I said, I gave it to them, mommy. So what did you say? I said, Oslo. Oh, slow. he <laughs> <laughs> said, come, come, come. God bless my mom, or bless them, she said, come, come, come. Don't tell your father. <laughs> and I said, huh? I said, why? <laughs> Don't tell your father that that's what he said at the interview, that the capital of Japan is Oslo. But you know what, a week later, they called me for a second interview. <laughs> for a second interview. That guy must be on something. A man that will confidently blot out that nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> we got to see him a second time. And <laughs> oh, he brought me back. He brought me back. They brought me back. Because it was a powered dream. The desire for that job was powered. When the desire is, when the desire is powered, your errors becomes attractive. What's powered. So as we anoint ourselves with oil today, I pray with grace to accomplish this fasting and prayer with passion rest upon you. In the mighty name of Jesus, in the mighty name of Jesus. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. You know, I'll tell you, share this with you. In Matthew chapter eight, the Bible says in verse 27, So the men marveled saying, who can this be that even the winds and the sea obey him? That is what I see of you at the end of this fast. You will return a different man. The Bible says, and Jesus returned. And it says the news of him went everywhere because he didn't just come down from that mountain with smart goals. He came down with power. 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 He said, but pastor, I don't know what power means, but just keep praying. Tonight, register. If you've not already registered, our domain, getwitchable.org.uk, 1st slash membership, if you are a church member, register. This night, you get the first prayer points, and then you pray through, but fast. Let it cost you something. Don't be distracted by your hunger. And don't be distracted by your friends. One of the things that have helped me in life as a Christian is that I do not hang around with people who are not fervent in spirit. I don't. Because at the end of the day, we all go to individual homes. You sit down and you keep talking and hanging around someone who is just full of words and noise without power. It's only a matter of time, you will become an empty vessel. Knowledge is puffed up. Knowledge is puffed up. In a society where anyone can be an expert by watching a YouTube video. So three times, Elisha was distracted. Elisha was, his colleagues distracted him. Oh, don't you know your master is going today? He said, I know. Don't you know your master is going today? He said, I know. Don't you know your master is going today? He was after the double portion of that man's life. At some point, even Elijah, Elijah says, Wait, why don't you go back? He said, no. He pressed on. So be mindful of people who just they use their words to distract you. Don't get involved in useless conversations that will not add a penny to your life or add value to your life. Useless conversation, as I used to have back in the day. Did it really rise? So how can two women roll out the stone? What, 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 what is that with you? What is that with you? People are dying. People are hungry. People are, people are sick. And you are talking about arguments. What change have you made in the world? Don't get involved in useless talk. Don't get involved in time time killing. Measure your time. Every conversation must be measured. Why are we having having this conversation? That's how I got to where I am. I was born premature. I have no time to waste in life. And so, so this year, some friendship you need to cut off and let go. It serves no purpose. The kingdom of God is not in words, it's in power. Thank you for listening. You can find out more about us at www.gatewaychapel.org.uk Remember to subscribe so you'll never miss another message like this one. Be blessed.